0: God bless you, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to today's Marksman Prophet. My name is Wilmer Navarro, and I am your host. Season two. I'm starting off season two with the word of the Lord for the year 2022. So today's word or phrase or question is 2022 the year of locking arms today's bullseye scripture comes from ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 through 12 the value of a friend two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor for if they fall, one lifts up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not easily, it's not quickly broken. So let's go into what the number two means in the Hebrew. It means house, is the word vet, or bet, B-E-T. We see this year is the year 2022. 22 is also the double of 11. 11 has to do with uh, chaos, transition, prophecy, So, this is a double, this is a year of double fulfillment. It's a year we're gonna see uh, fulfillment of prophecies, double. There's some double things that God's gonna do in your life. There's gonna be double things that God's gonna do. So, it's a year of double 11, which has to do with chaos, transition. This order and then where there's this order, God is bringing order. And we're going to see that later on in this word for 2022. And thank you for tuning in to the Marksman Prophet podcast. And I hope this blesses you. Those who are new and those who have been with me before in the last season, thank you for being faithful. So the year of unity, love, persecution, judgment, and I have more things to share. The number 22 is also the number four hundred in the Hebrew, or the the the, the 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 value is the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet, which is the num the equivalent of four hundred, <laughs> meaning mark, sign, omen, or seal. So I want to start right there. God is going to mark people on this year. God is going to sign people and assign people in this year. In 2022, the Lord is going to mark people with His presence, with His favor, with His blessing, with open doors, with open heavens. God's going to mark people with wisdom, with strategies, with blueprints. God's going to download into people. God's going to seal people. God is going to seal people for the call of God on their life. Uh, There's going to be an omen. It has to do with prophetic significance. There's going to be some and there's going to be things assigned to people and there's going to be signs that are going to be seen in people's lives it's going to be very significant people are going certain people are going to be a sign and a wonder to other people because what God does in their life is going to be a sign but God is going to also give people assignments that they're going to be a sign and God's going to have people sign some documents that there's some agreements that are going to happen on this year and I have scripture about this there's going to be a year of agreement. You're going to see people agree and, and sign some documents. You're going, some people are going to ha- sign some um some contracts of, of houses, some contracts of, of ministry, some contracts of uh, musically. This is the year that you're going to start to see some signing of things and the years that are to come, but it starts in 2022 for this would be a year of the signing. Uh, you're going to see how I would even change your assignment, says the Lord. And uh, and also, the, the Tav is also the symbol of truth. This is the year of truth, perfection, and completion. When men and women come together, which we're going to see here, men and women come together, they bring a completion, and it's also perfection in the sight of the Lord. Truth. This is going to be a year of truth or the word in Hebrew is emet. Taph is the last letter of the Hebrew word emet, which means truth. So this means that this is going to be a year of truth. Where truth is going to be weighty. Galatians 4 and 16 says, Am I your enemy because I tell you the truth? This is going to be a year where the truth of God and the truth of that the, the, the truth is going to confront lies that people have believed. The truth is going to confront people who walk in deception, who walk in lies, people who are manipulators, who are liars, deceivers, manipulators, they are going to be exposed because the truth of the gospel and the word of God is going to confront them. The truth of who you are in God and how you walk with God and your integrity with God is going to confront their lifestyle. They no longer can be living in a lie. People are going to be confronted of what they've been li- they have been believing, which has been deception, which has been an illusion. And there's going to be true prophets that are going to arise in 2022. And some who the Lord has refined and they're walking again in the truth. They're not walking in deception. They're not walking being bribed, bamboozled, hood, hoodwinked. They're not being deceived by another voice. They're not listening to a voice of divination or, or being influenced by another spirit. But God's going to cause these people of truth, these prophets of truth to come to cut, the, the, the to divide the truth from a lie. And where the truth of God will remain. And where the truth of God will set people free. Because people will know the truth and the truth will set them free. And who the sun sets free, is free in the truth. Let me just stay on truth real quick. There's a saying that goes, A liar will fall first than a man who's missing a leg. A liar will fall first. And this is a year where lies are going to be exposed out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. What has been in people's hearts and what they've been hiding from many people is going to be exposed out of their heart, wickedness, vileness, uh, lust, perversion, uh, lies, deception, manipulation, greed is going to come out of their heart. All the things they've been lying about is going to come out. God is going to cause their hearts to be exposed because the heart is wicked above all things. Who knows? It's accept is is greatly wicked. And deceitful, who knows it except the Lord. And it is the Lord who searches the heart. And the Bible says, there's a scripture in the Bible, you are a liar and the truth is not in you. And the people who are liars, they don't walk in the truth. John chapter 14 verse 6, it says, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except through the Son. So we're going to see in this year, How the truth prevails. How the truth exposes people. People will be going to... Being corrected, people are going to go to corrections. People, some people, uh, 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 I sense by the Lord, they're going to be going to jail. They're, this is a year of judgment, and I have scripture about it. This is a year where God is weighing the scales, and God's word is going to prevail, and what God says is going to happen. This is the year of Again, the undeniable, because we saw that in 2020, the Lord said this year, there's going to be some similarities to uh, 2022, like it was in 2020, some similarities, not everything the same, but some similarities. The Lord has been speaking to me about that, that 2022 will be like 2020 in some things, where the Lord in 2020 had me release a word about God being the year being a year of the undeniable God was going to show himself to be undeniable this is a year of the undeniable of the Lord where we will see the hand of God move like never before let's talk about the number 2 what is 2 another thing about this year this is going to be a year where people who have been single for a long time in ministry in business in the marketplace in Whatever is your sphere of influence that God has given to you, single mothers, single fathers who are not married, the Lord is sending your spouse. This word is not for everybody. It's going to be for a certain people that the Lord has spoken to them about preparing themselves for marriage. So this is going to be a year that those it's not good for men to be alone. This is a year that it's not good for women to be alone. So here we see in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 to verse 22. And the Lord said, it's not good that men should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him or an adequate helper. That word helper comes from the same word in the Hebrew uh, where we get the word Ebenezer, which means that until now the Lord has helped me. The same scripture that you see in the Bible. I look up to the hills from whom come my help. It comes from the Lord. So it's a help that comes from the Lord. It's the word is in the in the Hebrew and verse 19 says, Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found for him a, a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God has taken from man, he made it into a woman, and he brought her to the man. Did you just hear that? He fell into a deep sleep. While he was sleeping, and many of you need to be resting in the Lord, especially men of God, you should be resting in the Lord and women of God, too, to be led by the Spirit of God. The Lord in the rest, as you're resting in the promises of God, you're not worrying about who is your spouse. This is a year of, of spouse, man and woman, number two. Two are better than one. There's a reward for their labor. God is sending you a spouse for the ministry call. God's sending you a spouse for the the sphere of influence that is given to you in the seven mountains of influence. God is sending you a spouse to help you, to help each other, to strengthen each other, to pray for one another, to equip one another. This is a year of of the spouse where man and woman, they're going to meet. God's going to cause some divine Encounters. you even some people you have known. For years, and you and you're just great friends. God's gonna cause some people; it's going to be like that. That this person's been your friend for such a long time, you've been great friends, best friends, and the Lord's gonna cause the veil to be removed, and you're gonna see them and know that they're your spouse. That's not for everybody. I'm gonna clear that, clarify that for you. But this is a word from the Lord that some people you have known your spouse all along, but you don't know that's right in front of you. I, I I preached a message called the blind spot, and that's what I'm talking about. But some people, the Lord's gonna cause you to to move to certain places to find your spouse listen to what i'm saying because when abraham left his family his kin- kinfolk what what is the people he knew what he left when he was familiar he entered into the to the to, to his family he became a father of many nations his name was changed and, and god always causes a name change you go through a process where you wrestle with the Lord with the angel of the Lord like when Jacob did and he became Israel (laughs) where you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God who am I speaking to today you have to move in order to see what God has approved you have to move into what God has for you for such a time as this you you have to be obedient to the spirit of God Because in certain lands, in a certain land is where your spouse is at. That's a word for somebody. In a certain job environment is where your spouse is at. In ministry, while you're doing ministry, you're going to encounter your spouse. Like, just like Ruth, Ruth was out gleaning in the field. She was just serving and working and she found Boaz while she was doing, she was about her father's business. Maybe some people's missions, some people is in ministry, some people is on social media. God is going to reveal to you where your spouse is at and your spouse is going to locate you. You're going to begin to start having dreams with your spouse. Listen to the word of the Lord. You're going to start to begin having dreams with your spouse. Maybe visions, encounters, confirmations, affirmations because it's so close and it's so near and this will be the year that you meet your spouse. This word is not for everybody but it's for those who have prepared themselves consecrated themselves and have purified themselves in the presence of God this is also a year where those who have been dating they've been um courting this is a year of marriage this is a year of uh there's engagements and there's also going to be marriages that are going to happen and I'm going to Matthew verse 22 verse 2 another two-two-two. the kingdom of God is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son God gave me this promise years ago concerning uh, the one, uh, my wife, the one that God has chosen to be my wife. I was in, in a church serving, and I asked the Lord, Lord, how am I? I was living in this church. I was asking the Lord, how am I going to provide? How am I going to get married? The Lord brought me to Matthew 22, verse 2. He gave me that promise. He says, the kingdom of God is like a certain king who arranged or prepared a marriage for his son. And God, I want to tell you this to some of you that are worrying, are, wor- are worrying about how are you going to get married? How is it going to happen? I want to tell you, God is going to provide for you. The God of heavens, he's Jehovah Jireh, and he's going to provide every one of your needs. So God is good. Amen. Next one. This is a year of commissioning where he sends them out by twos. Mark 6, 7 through 12. He's sending out the twelve. He called the twelve to himself and began to send them out them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them. What did he give them power over? Unclean spirits. This is going to be a year where God sends them out two by twos to move in signs of wonders and deliverances. He gave them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them to take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, no copper in their money belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. Why? Because the Lord wanted wanted them to depend on God. See, when God calls you to something, you have to depend and rely on God. So you go into a season of separation for the call of God. So you learn to depend on God. Like when, when Moses and the Israelites, they were they were in the wilderness where they encountered these miracles, the signs and the wonders, and they had to depend on God to provide the manna from heaven, to provide the water from the rock. And, and you see the, the the meat that came from heaven, all that stuff they had to rely and trust in God. Verse 10 says, Also, he said to them, in whatever place you enter a house, stay there till you depart from that place. And whoever will not receive you nor hear you when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet. And as a testimony against them, surely I say to you, it will be more tolerable to Sodom and Gomorrah in that day of judgment than for that city. So they went out and preached that people should repent. We're getting, we're going back to that. We're going back to the kingdom of God is near, repent and believe the gospel. This is the time that we're living. The kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is now repent and believe the gospel. Verse 13 here in Mark chapter 6. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. Why? Because Jesus sent them out by twos. And we're going to see scripture in a little bit where it says where two or three are gathered in his name. He's there in the midst of them. Where two or three touch and agree on anything, it will be established. So he sent them out by twos to watch each other's back. And two two has to do with protection, as we saw that. In, and when I first started this podcast, that two are better than one, it talks about how can one deal with one another? It, you need another person to help out. You know, I'm paraphrasing the scripture, but it says it here. I'll read it here. It says at the end of it, it says, though one may be overpowered by another, Two can withstand him, and the threefold course is not easily broken. So this is a year of he's sending them out by two. He's commissioning people. He's calling people into new things. Like I said, assigning and reassigning and, and causing people to go back to over the vision and what God has called them to. This is a year of the new wineskin. Mark 2, 18 and 22. Jesus questioned about fasting. The disciples of John and the Pharisees were fasting. Then they came and said to him, why do the disciples of John and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? This is a year of fasting. Hey, hey, you just tuned in to the, today's Marksman prophet. Just want to let you know you have tuned in and you have gotten the word of the Lord over your life fast. And Jesus said to them, can the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom would be taken away from them and they, then they will fast in those days. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth or an old garment or else the new pieces pulls away from the old and the tear is made worse. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine bursts the wineskins and the wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined. But the new wine must be put into new wines. God is removing old garments in this year. So there's a new wine skin. There's a new wine. There's a new garments that God's placing on new uh, people. God is changing people's attire. Like, um, um, like uh, Joseph's attire was changed when he went before Pharaoh his head was shaved Esther when she went before the king she was dressed in royal royal uh, attire God is changing attire because where you're going you're going to meet in, important people and God's sending people out by twos and God sending it's God sending you out so you can meet another person so he sends them out by twos it's going to be like a connection that happens it's like a, a message that I, I talked about a bridge to a bridge is a connection this is a year also of connections, and God's going to be connecting people. God's going to bring you people uh, before people of importance, people of wealth, people of influence, people in government. Um, This is not a word for everybody. Uh, Those who who administer to and it bears witness, this is a word for you from the Lord. This is a year of established or agreement. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 through 6 says, this will be the third time coming to you. By the mouth or two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. I told you before and foretell as if I were present the second time and now being absent, I write to those who have sinned before and to all the rest that if I come again, I will not spare since you seek a proof of Christ speaking in me, who is not weak toward you, but mighty in you, for though he was crucified in weakness, yet he lives by the power of God, for we are also weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God toward you. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? But I trust that you will know that we are not disqualified. This is a year where two or three witnesses, the word will be established. God is going to cause in this year things to be established prophetic words agreements um even like i said marital uh, agreements uh land agreements uh houses agreements. There's going to be witnesses uh, and things. This is a year of justice, a year of judgment, a year of justice. We're going to see God's justice in this year where God is is causing because of witnesses, the word to be established, the word to come to pass. Even the people who've gone through great injustices in their life, God's going to release justice and judgment because God has weighed the scales and God is releasing uh, the decree of the king where it is established and it is done and the word is established with two or three witnesses this is a year where you are going to have to agree with the will and the plan and the purpose of god for your life and i'm telling you why because you're going to see it later in the scripture that i'll read to you matthew eighteen fifteen and 20 this is still with the establishing agreement dealing with a sinning brother Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will will not hear, take with you one or two more, then by the mouth or two or three witnesses, every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like the heathen and a tax collector. I say to you, Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. And many times we use this. I'm not done reading this this chapter here. But many times we use this this scripture. Whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. We're decreeing and declaring and loosing and binding and all this stuff. But this has to do with, let's, let's go into biblical context here. This has to do with forgiveness. Whoever you forgive, you will be forgiven of. That's the power of forgiveness. Verse 19 says, Again, I say to you that if two or three agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by the Father in heaven. So we see here the word being established by two or three witnesses. We see here if we ask anything concerning the Father, it will be done. That that is the power of agreement. And this is agreement. I'm going to have to say this. You have to agree this year with the word of the Lord. You have to agree with the will of the Lord because you can agree with your neighbor but you could also agree with God and you could also agree with the enemy when you're in unbelief and doubt and in fear and security. when you're in anger, anger and you say certain words that come against the prophetic word that God has spoken over your life. This is a year that you stand on the prophetic words. You wake to good warfare with the prophetic words spoken over your life. The Bible says "Let two or three prophets prophesy and you judge. God is judging prophecies in this year. Verse 20, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Where two or three people who are walking righteously before the Lord, not of their own because of Christ, and they're walking in holiness, not of their own, but because of Christ. This is a year where the Lord's going to be in the midst of the people. The Lord's going to show himself. God is going to defend you, God's going to protect you, just like the Lord was with Aaron. And, and Moses and he protected them and uh, uh, throughout the, the the Bible and when they were crossing over and you see many times when the Lord protected the people of God of the prophets of you know the Lord protected um the Lord protected Elijah. You know, this is a year we're going to see God's protection. I said it. This is a year of shelter, protection, house. When you're in a house, you're protected from a storm. And, and this is a year when you go in your house, you go into your door, and you, you go into your room, you close the door, and the God who you pray in secret, he rewards you openly. is a place of shelter. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and those who run will be safe, will be kept safe. This is a this is a year of shamaring, of keeping, of protecting. This is a year of accountability because two or three witnesses it has to do with accountability this is a year we're gonna see how God keeps people accountable to God and to other people on earth and here we're going into scripture about this right now God is gonna be in the midst of you God is watching you this is a year that God is watching his word to perform it but he's first watching you to see if you're walking out on the word that he's spoken over you because there has to be an agreement not just with hearing the word, but faith without works is dead. You have to work your faith in order to see miracles of God. There's some prophecies that God released that is un- there's no condition. It's unconditional. He said he's going to do it from eternity. He said he's going to do it. He's going to do it. But some things do. They do matter based on faith, believing. It does matter based on where you're at. Did you move? Did you do what he tells you to do? Were you obedient to the instructions? Because when it comes to prophecy, there's instructions that are involved, and you gotta be obedient to the instructions. So, agreement or our dis- agreement or our obedience to God is important. This is very important. And this is gonna be very crucial here. Numbers chapter 20, verse 2 and 13. Now there was no water for the congregation. So they gathered together against Moses and Aaron, and the people contended with Moses and spoke, saying, if only we had died when our brethren died before the Lord, why have you brought up the assembly of the Lord into this wilderness, that we and our animals should die here? And why have you made us come out, out of Egypt to bring us to this evil place? Is it not a place of grain or figs or vines or pomegranates, nor is there any water to drink? So Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the door of the tabernacle of meeting, and they fell on their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. See, sometimes you got to remove yourself from the crowd that is loud and go into the presence of God to hear the voice that is sound. That gives you a sound mind. Verse 7. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, take the rod, you and your brother Aaron, gather the congregation together, speak, speak, speak to the rock before their eyes and it will yield its water. Thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give drink to the congregation and their animals. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, Hear now, you rebels, must we bring water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came out abundantly, and the congregation and the animals drank. I'm going to read verse 11 again. Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came out abundantly, the congregation... And their animals drank. God told Moses to speak to the rock. Moses thought he had God figured out because in the chapters before, we see that God told Moses previously to speak to the rock. And now he thought he had God figured out. Many of us think we, got, we have God figured out. Remember, his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. And we think we have God figured out. But not only that, but God was dealing with Moses' character this whole time. And Moses' character did not change. And because of Moses' character, other people were affected. We're going to see this in a moment. His disobedience to the instruction of the Lord. You see how important it is to follow instructions when it comes to prophetic words, when it comes to God speaking to you, when God is communicating something to you? Follow the instructions because there is blessing. There is is blessing, but there's also correction. There's also death. There's also curses if you're disobedient to the instruction that God gives to you. So follow the instructions that God gives to you concerning a year, concerning a time frame, concerning the prophetic word that you're receiving. There's instructions in it. You have to follow it. Here says verse 12. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe me. To hollow me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. This was the water of Mariba, because the children of Israel contended with the Lord, and he was hallowed among them. I don't know who this is for, but I want to tell you today. It's very important that you follow the instruction of the Lord. We just saw what? what the Lord said to them because they did not believe. People of God, you have to believe the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. You have to believe the prophetic words that the Lord has spoken to you. Who am I speaking to today? I feel the burden of the Lord and I feel the heart of the Lord. You need to believe what God has said to you about your life, your call, your assignment. What he said, if he said He's going to travel nations, you will travel nations. If you say you're going to preach, you're going to preach. If you say you're going to have a business, you're going to have a business. If you said you're going to be successful, you're going to be successful. You need to believe in God. Moses did not believe. Moses took it on his own and he struck the rock when the Lord says, speak to the rock. And and many of us, the Lord has told us to speak to the church, to speak to certain people not bash them with the word, but speak to them, speak to their hearts, speak to their minds. But we bash them with the rod, we hit them with the rod, and then we wonder why people leave congregations, then we wonder why people leave churches because you're hitting them with a rod. And the Lord is not telling you to hit them with the rod, the Lord is telling you to speak to the rock, to speak to the stony heart, to speak. With love, because the Bible says in Jeremiah twenty-three verse twenty-nine, His word is a fire and a hammer that pulverizes the rock to pieces. And Ezekiel eleven nineteen, the Bible says that He removed that old heart of stone and He will give you heart of flesh, and He will renew you a new spirit, and He will you follow His statutes and His laws. Let's continue here. The change of the guards. It's a year of the change of the guards. That means some people are going to get fired, and some people are going to be hired. Some people who've been going low, they're going to be going higher. Some people that humble themselves, God going to exalt in this time in this season. You're going to see David's arise in this hour. You're gonna see Esther's arise in this hour. What am I saying? David fought with a lion and a bear. David was in secret, he was praising God, he was a shepherd boy. He was was faithful with the little god had given him and then the lord shifted him to go and fight a giant uh, that which many people were afraid of uh, and there was a change of guards david was anointed as the next king uh, i said this is a year of being marked and god's going to anoint people god's gonna place a grace on certain people god's gonna place a grace and authority and." influence a a wisdom a strategy a blueprint on certain people because he needs of these people because other people were disobedient it's a change of the guards where mantles are going to be removed and placed on new people the mantle that David had was not of man it was the very presence of God. David had intimacy with God. David had a confidence in the Lord. He knew God was gonna give him the victory. David was mantled by God. And even let me let me go into some history. Saul was anointed with a flask of oil, which is man-made. Saul tried to put a man-made armor on David. David was anointed with a horn of oil from an animal I think I believe it was a ram I don't I don't know, know exactly but from a horn of of an animal was David anointed by the prophet Samuel this is the year cuz I do have the story of Samuel that God is bringing Samuels to anoint a certain people. God is bringing anointed people to another people that are going to be raised up and they're going to be anointed and sent out into the call of God. This is the change of the guards with the hearts that have been guarded. They're going to be unguarded so that God can be enthroned in the heart of the people. This is a year that people are going to be caught off guard and God's going to set up people for his purpose and his plan. God's going to set up people strategically to Destiny to be fulfilled. Let's go back to the scripture. This is a change of the guards. This is a change of people are going to be fired. People are going to lose their anointing. There's going to be an ichabod over a certain people, which that means the glory of God has departed. See, this is a year of the house and judgment starts in the house of God. Correction starts in the house of God. This is a year that we're going to see Jesus come with the whip and flip tables and bring correction because his house will be called the house of prayer, not a den of thieves. (sighs) Take a deep breath. Change of the guards. Numbers chapter 20, verse 22 through 29, 2022. Now the children of Israel, the whole congregation journeyed from Kadesh and came to Mount Hor. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in Mount Hor by the border of the land of Edom, saying, Aaron shall be together to his people, for he shall not enter the land which I have given to the children of Israel, because you rebelled against my word at the water of Meribah. Take Aaron and Eleazar his son and bring them up to Mount Hor and strip Aaron, strip Aaron. Aaron of his garments and put them on Eleazar his son for Aaron shall be to, to be gathered to his people and die there so Moses did just as the Lord commanded and they went up to Mount Hor in the sight of all the congregation Moses stripped or removed Aaron of his garments old garments and he put them on Eleazar his son and Aaron died there on the Top of the mountain. Immediately he died. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain. Now, when all the congregation saw that Aaron was dead, all the house of Israel mourned for Aaron 30 days. (laughs) This is the year of the change of the guards. This is the year that God's placing people in a greater place of authority. Listen, you have had prophetic words of your life, and you said when they're coming to pass. This would be a year of it. This is not a word for everybody, but this is going to be a year where you're going to see a lot of things be fulfilled in your life. You're going to see some destiny be unlocked over your life. You're going to see some, some things that God has spoken to you that took years. Because remember, Joseph, it took 13 years for Joseph to walk in into being um, um, uh, an administrator ruler over his family. So there's a timing for every prophecy. So everything on this earth is a time and a season, and God has made everything beautiful in its time. This is a change of the guards. You see, there was, there was a stripping here. We also see that in the story because of disobedience. We see that in the story of Saul. Saul was disobedient. He did not do everything that the Lord told him to do. He didn't follow the instructions. The kingdom was cut away from him. He started, he started uh, hearing other... Uh, he, start, he, he couldn't hear the voice of God no longer. He consulted consulted a medium. He lost the presence of God. He lost the intimacy with God. You don't know people of God. I don't know who I'm speaking to. Some people might not, listen, some people might stumble on this and they're not, not know the Lord at all. I'm telling you this. The thing most precious to your life right now that's keeping you alive is the presence of God. It's God's grace, God's mercy, God's love towards you. David said, do not take the Holy Spirit from me. Do you understand how important it is to have the Holy Spirit? To have the presence of God? The glory of God? I talk about it because I'm passionate about it. You don't know what you have until you lose it. When you lose the anointing, when you want to pray for people, you can't even pray, you lose the fire, you lose the zeal, you lose the hunger, you lose the thirst, you you lose your passion, and and you you forget about the days that you used to rejoice in the Lord, you had a joy for your salvation, we're speaking to today. I just feel the heart of the Lord. Protect. This is a year that the presence of God is going to protect you. But you must stay in the presence of God in Psalm 91. In the secret place of the Most High God. In the shadow of the Almighty. Under, the, under His wings, His pinions. He will protect you. It's a year house. And, and when it comes to house, I'm going to share this separately. Is it the year of the houses are going to be known. What am I saying? I'm talking about last names. Certain family ne- last name, the house of David, the house of Joseph. You see it throughout the Bible, the house of David, the house of Joseph. You hear about the house and there's going to be a house. There's going to be a house. There's going to be a year of the house is going to be known. How you live in your house, how your house is in order, spiritually speaking and naturally as well is going to determine many things in your life too. God is watching every. I'm telling you, God is watching every detail because God cares about detail. Acts chapter 20, verse 20, verse 23. And a greater increase of house churches starting this year and beyond. How I did not shrink back from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance toward God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, and now behold, I'm going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. (laughs) I'm sharing the scripture because there's going to be an increase of house churches. People gathering in houses, praying in houses, having Bible studies in houses, Um, like the book of Acts chapter 2, sharing one another, growing in the faith of the Lord, growing in the word of the Lord, growing in the fear of the Lord, growing in numbers, sharing one another. and They're not lacking. There's going to be an increase of that, the koania, the fellowship of one another, um, and um, it's going to be very beautiful, but it's also house churches concerning families coming together, concerning The husband stepping up and teaching the home like it's supposed to, not just the wives, but the husband stepping up. Those husbands that are not been doing that, they're going to be stepping up and teaching their home. They're going to have their house in order, teaching the children the word of God. Teaching the word of God, washing their wives. The Bible says... You wash, they wash the wives by the word of God, husband. Wash you wash by the word, by the reading of the word. When you read the word to your wives, you are washing them. You're you're, you're causing faith to arise because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. This is a this is a day that this is a year that the Lord is building your house. God's building your home. Unless the Lord builds your house, those who build it build in vain. This is a year that the Lord is building the house, and it's going to be the foundation of Christ, of the rock where the storms may come and they may beat, but your house will not fall, will not be a great fall because it's been cemented on the rock. (laughs) Who am I speaking to today? God wants me to tell you. God is building your home. God is establishing your home. And to some people, the Lord is going to give you a house. Some people, the Lord is going to have you step from renting into ownership in twenty. Twenty-two. From listening to the word of the Lord, from renting into ownership, ruling, you're gonna step into ownership. There's some things that are gonna be given to you. There's some keys that are gonna be given to you. Many prophets have been talking about Isaiah 22, verse 22, and I'm I'm a, I'm gonna say this as well. This is a year that keys are gonna be given to you. You are the key. You are the key. You're the you're the key that's gonna open up doors for other people. But I'm gonna say this to you as well. <laughs> you're also gonna be the key that locks things. You're the one who's going to lock things. You're going to be locking things in. And we're going to see that like never before with the keys of David, the keys, what was the keys of David? His intimacy with God, his worship of God, his his um, devotion to the Lord. One thing he asked, one thing he sought that he would gaze upon the beauty of the Lord all the days of his life. So this is a year where we're going to see that The keys, some certain keys. Some people are going to have keys of cars, keys of homes, keys of apartments, keys of offices for ministry, keys of business uh, place, uh, Brook and a martyr. Um, We're going to see, I'm telling you, keys of of offices, keys of, of new places for your. For your um, business, your ministry, your the, the marketplace, God has given you keys to. You're gonna step into things you never stepped into, because you have prepared yourself. This is a word for people who have prepared themselves, who have, the Lord is the Lord knows their heart, and the Lord knows what He, he can give those people. I just want to share that because it's very important that you know that in this time, in this season, God is looking at people's hearts. This is also a year where the Lord is going to be cleaning house. God's going to be sweeping house. God's going to bring order to many things in people's houses. We're going to see that in scripture a little bit ahead here in the podcast. Just want to let you all know that your house must be in order. Let's go into the next part. This is this word coming up is for 2022 and the years that are to come. We are going to see a unity like never before in the body of Christ. We're going to see the walls of denomination crumble down, tradition, denomination, segregation, you you name it. Everything that's trying to separate the church, God is going to bring it down. God is going to... Bring it down, and we're gonna to start to see that like never before. Some things are gonna be teared down. Some things are gonna be plucked up, teared down, demolished, brought down. Just God's gonna come in like a wrecking ball. He's gonna come in to demolish. Like the strong fist of the Lord's coming through and knocking down walls. It just reminds me of the the the, the superhero, the Hulk, when when he when he says. Hulk smash and he punches the wall or like Superman, when he punched the wall and, and the bricks fall down, just like that, if Things are gonna, bricks are going to fall down. Some houses are going to be knocked down because they were not built, hmm. I'm thinking about the story of the Three Little Pigs. They were not built uh, by bricks, they were built by straw, they were built by sticks, but were not built by bricks. And because they were not built by bricks, The fall is going to be great because they did not allow the Lord to build it layer by layer, line upon line, precept upon precept. Some things are going to fall because they did not walk in the humility. They did not go through the fasting. They did not go through the process. They did not go through everything that God has called them to. The fall is going to be great. There's going to be great exposure in this year. There's going to see, we're going to see houses exposed homes exposed names. Last names will be exposed. Last names will be exposed. You're going to see that. Oh, I felt the Lord on that. The Lord is going to expose the last names, the houses. We're going to see that like never before. This is going to be a year of love. Loving the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and strength self, yourself. And you're loving, loving the Lord your God. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> loving the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and strength your soul. And loving your neighbor as you love yourself. This is a year of loving your neighbor. Let's go into it. Love and persecution. John chapter 15, the true vine. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. This is a year that God's gonna be cutting away things that do not belong in your life, things that have been a distraction, things that have been hindering you from your walk and the call and the purpose of God. You're you are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. And God's saying, abide in his house, abide in his presence, abide in his glory, abide in him, remain in him. Stay under his covering. Stay under the covering of your Father in heaven. Verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing this is a year of greater dependence on God like never before verse 6 if anyone does not abide in me he is cast out as a branch and is withered and many things are going to start to wither of people who have been disobedient who came against ministries i'm saying the word of the lord just like the 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 man of god in the bible who came against the prophet the young prophet his hand withered and then the prophet had to pray then the hand was restored and 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 just like jesus when when the fig tree did not bear no fruit what did jesus do he 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 cursed the fig tree and and it withered who am i speaking to today i'm just telling you by the presence of the lord right now there's some things that are going to begin to wither and dry up because people were not faithful to abiding in the presence of god people were were doing things on their own without god and they only took them so far We're going to see how the Lord prospers certain people and some people are going to begin to wither in 2022. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they burned. It's the year where the fire God is going to refine and burn some things away that need to be burned. It's the fire God is going to cause such a heat of pressure. Is going to happen that, that people are going to have to run out their houses. You understand that saying? When when a house is on fire, you have to run out your houses. There's going to be such a fire in, in, in the presence over you and over the things concerning you that people are going to have to run out their houses. People who, are, who cannot sustain, cannot abide in the fire like the Shabrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the three Hebrew boys, and there was a fourth man in the fire. The Bible says in the book of uh, Psalms chapter 29 that... And uh, the voice of God splits the fires. And 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 the voice of God is gonna split the fires to those there's certain people who could remain in the fire of God and they're being purged, they're being refined and purified, but there's certain people who cannot sustain, they cannot sustain themselves in the fire of God, they cannot remain in the fire of God. The presence of God is too much for them, it burns them. They can't remain there. Why? Because there's a lot of flesh, there's a lot of wickedness, there's a lot of envy, jealousy, you name it. There's a lot of it and flesh profits nothing and flesh does not glory in his presence. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, verse seven, we ask, you will ask whatever you desire and it shall be done to you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. Here we go about love. As the father loved me, I also have loved you Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I've kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I've spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be in full. This is a year of love. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. This is a year to love your neighbor. Verse 13, greater love has no one than this and to lay down one's life for his friends. You call people friends? Are you willing to lay down your life for them? Are you willing to help them out? Are you willing to give to them? Are you willing to to pray for them? Are you willing to be there for them? A brother is made for adversity. A friend is made for adversity. <laughs> I'm speaking to today. This is a year of love. This is a year to forgive. Love with all your heart, mind, and strength. And so love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love is not boastful. It's not self-seeking. It's not self-righteous. It's not easily envied. It's not easily angered. It believes all things. It sees all things. It knows all things. You do not owe anything to anybody except to love You walk in love. Love does does no harm to another person. Love. It's a greater measure of love. But because there's a greater measure of love that's going to happen, right? Because there's unities that are going to happen. There's going to be marriages that are going to happen. There's going to be relations that are going to come together. There's going to be a hatred that's going to arise. We're going to see that here in the scripture in a moment. Laying down your life for your friend. This is your sacrifice. Love sacrifices Lust withholds. Love sacrifices. Lust withholds. It's a year of sacrifice. Verse 14. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard. All things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. It's a year where God's going to reveal deeper secrets to to prophetic voices and um, to ministers of the gospel to apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelists, to servants of the Lord, to friends of God, to sons of God. God's going to reveal certain secrets, deeper things that they're going to hear from the Father because they know the Father, they have an identity. Some things are going to be made known to them. Verse 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain and that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things that command you that you love one another. He says it again. These things that command you is a command. Did you hear that? It's a command to love one another. Why am I saying that? Why do you say that you love God who you do not see, but hate you, brother, who you see? Think about what I just said. You cannot have hatred in your heart. The Bible says hate evil, but you cannot hate a person because if you hate a person, you already have committed murder in your heart. Remember that. Because the next part where we're going to is about the world hating you. Yes, if you did not know, the world is going to hate you. John chapter 15, verse 18. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you, or it hated me first. Another version says that. If the world hates you, you know it hated me before it hated you. Verse 19. If you were of the world, the world will love its own, but yet because you're not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. God brought you out of the world. God called you to be different. Yes, to make it. He brought you out of the world to make an impact in the, in the world, in the cosmos, right? World has to do with cosmos. Where well, you got the word cosmopolitan, cosmetology. Verse 20. Remember the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me. Persecution is coming out a greater measure. They will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all things... They will do to you for my name's sake because they do not know him who sent. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for this sin. This is going to be a year of confrontation starting 2022 to the years that are going ahead. We're going to see a greater confrontation. We're going to see prophets arise like Samuel, like Nathan, like Micaiah. We're going to see prophets of confrontation. They're going to confront sins. They're going to confront people, their lifestyle. They're going to confront hearts. They're going to be changing hearts back to God because to God be the glory. Verse 23, he who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works which no one else did, They will have no sin, but now they have seen and also hated both me and my father. But this happened that the world might be the word might be fulfilled, which is written in their law. They hated me without a cause, and this is going to be a year that people are going to hate you without a cause. People are going to hate you without a cause, but people are also going to hate you because you're bringing truth to them that is confronting their lifestyle. Verse twenty-six: the coming rejection. But when the Helper comes, whom I send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, He will testify me, and you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. Yes, the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that is in Jesus within us, has been there from the foundation of the world. He has been there. The spirit of truth is showing us things that is to come. The spirit of truth is going to bring things into remembrance in this year. Some things God's going to bring into remembrance. Some prophecies. Some words. Some things that were told to you. Some instructions that were told to you. Some vows that you made to the Lord. He's going to bring into remembrance. The spirit of truth is going to confront and convict people. The spirit of truth. Spirit we are going to see some exposure happen in the government. Uh, we're gonna see some things happen in the different uh, uh, uh branches branches are going to fall even as I read John 15 there's going to be some branches that are going to be removed I'm not talking about the, the physical branch those who are in the branch certain people are in the branches that are going to be removed in 2022 they're going to be removed it's going to be a change in the government change in the branches. is going to be a change of the branches leaves are going to fall I hear the falling of leaves I hear I don't even know what that means but there's going to be a Falling of leaves, leaves are going to, some trees are going to be shaken, trees are going to be shaken, and branches are going to fall in 2022. The Lord is going to shake trees that are not bearing fruit. I hear the word timber, 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 timber. Some things are going to be uprooted, some things are being going to be cut at the root in 2022. Now we are headed to the last point or the last word concerning 2022. Are you guys ready? Priesthood, judgment, correction. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 12 through 36. Now the sons of Eli were corrupt, they did not know the Lord. I was on a Facebook Live yesterday and I talked about the scripture and I want to share what the revelation the Lord gave me. How is it possible the sons of Eli, Eli was a priest, that they did not know the Lord because they were living the relationship, quote unquote, of the Lord based on their father's relationship. Isn't that sad? Isn't that today, isn't that many people today who live off the relationship of their pastor or their prophet or the teacher, evangelist, whoever is your mentor, you live the relationship, your relationship of God based on them, what they tell you, but you don't know God personally? They did not know the Lord. Does that does that convict you? Verse 13, and the priest's custom with the people was that, that when any man offered a sacrifice, the priest's servant would come with a three-pronged flesh hook in his hand while the meat was boiling, then he would thrust it into the pan or pet or kettle or, or cauldron or pot, and the priest would take for himself all that the flesh hook brought up. So they did in Shiloh to all the Israelites who came there. Also before they burned the fat, the priest servant would come and say to the man who sacrificed, Give meat for roasting to the priest, for he will not take boiled meat from you, but raw. And if the man said to him, They should really burn the fat first. Then you may take as much as your heart desires. He would take. He would then answer him. No, but you must give it now. And if not, I will take it by force. Therefore, the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord for men aboard the offering of the Lord. Verse 18, Samuel's childhood ministry. But Samuel ministered before the Lord and even as a child wearing a linen ephod. Moreover, his mother used to make him a little robe and bring it to him year by year when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. There was a robe that was placed on him as a child. But you see later on that he's called into the ministry. See, there was a change of the guards. There was a robe. He, was, he became the priest. He was, he, was, he was ministering unto the Lord. He, 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 was, he practiced. He spent time in the presence of God. We're going to see that later on. He spent time in the presence of God. But we see here that God was raising him up to be a priest. From being a priest to the prophet as well. Verse 20. And Eli would bless Elkanah, his wife, and say... Elkanah and his wife. Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say, The Lord give your descendants from this woman for the loan that was given to the Lord. Then they would go to their own home. And the Lord visited Hannah so that she conceived and bore three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the son, the child Samuel grew before the Lord. Verse 22. First Samuel 2.22. Now Eli was very old, and he heard everything his sons did to all Israel, and how they lay with women who assembled at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. This is a year that the priest, the priest... This is a revelation God gave me. Are you going to stand at the door and say, the enemy is not going to enter? As for me, my household, we shall serve the Lord. This is a year where priests are going to be raised up. There's been many prophets, many kings, but God's raising up again the priest ministry, the priestly ministry. Why? Because the priest is the one who offers sacrifice unto the Lord. The priest is the one who ministers to the Lord. The, 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 see, Samuel was first a priest before he was a prophet. He ministered unto the Lord, and then the Lord called him to be a prophet. See, there was a change of the guards. There was a change in his assignment. So we're going to see that uh, later on in the scripture. Why am I saying this to you? Because God wants me to say this. You need to protect what comes into your home. You need to protect what enters and what exits your home. Not everybody is welcome in your home. Don't entrust everybody in your home. Because some people bring things secretly into your home, and you do not know it. They bring a presence. They bring a thing. You don't know. You don't know. Not everybody should be welcoming your home. You have to discern the spirits, discern the hearts. I don't know why I'm saying this, but the strong anointing on this, discern the spirit behind the voices that are coming and entering your home and those who you have become acquainted with. Verse 23. So he said to them, why do you do such things? For I hear of your evil dealings from all the people. See, he knew evil. See what I'm telling you about? Now, my sons, for it is not good report that I hear. You make the Lord's people transgress. And if one man sins against another, God will judge him. But if a man sins against the Lord, who will intercede for him? I'm going to read that again. If one man sins against another, God will judge him. But if a man sins against the Lord, who will intercede for him? Nevertheless, they did not heed the voice of their father because the Lord desired to kill them. This is a year where God is going to do certain things that are unconditional. He said he's going to do it. When God says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. He's not a man to lie and the son of a man to repent. His word is settled forever in heaven. If God said he's going to do something, he will do it. Verse 26. And the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor both with the Lord and in men. He was growing in his authority. Samuel was growing his authority. Then a man of God came to Eli. So God sent, remember, two or three witnesses. The word is established. God sent a man of God to Eli. Then a man of God came to Eli and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Did I not clearly reveal myself to the house of your father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? What? Whose house? House? You heard the word house, right? Pharaoh's house. Did I not choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest and to offer upon my altar to burn incense and to wear an ephod before me? And did I not give to the house of your father all the offerings of the children of Israel made by fire? Why do you kick at my sacrifice and my offering which I have commanded in my dwelling place and honor your sons more than me? to make yourselves fat with the best of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Therefore, the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. But now, the Lord says, far be from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. This is a year of honor. God is going to honor people, and God is going to cause some people to be dishonored, to lose their honor, to lose their influence, to lose their power. God is going to honor people who have honored God in secret, just like David honored God in secret. God is going to honor people in this year like never before. I'm telling you, the Lord is going to cause honor to come upon people like never before. There's an honor that is coming, honor of like, God has not forgotten you. God has not forgotten how you treated people. God has not forgotten how you've forgiven people. God is going to honor you. His glory is going to be upon you, and there's going to be some people who are going to be lightly esteemed. They're not going to be honored. They're not going to be recognized. They're not going to be acknowledged, because God weighs the hearts and God knows the hearts. Verse 31, Behold, the days are coming that I will cut off your arm and the arm of your father's house so that there will not be an old man in your house. And you'll see an enemy my dwelling place despite all the good which God does for Israel. And there shall not be an old man in your house forever, but any of your men whom I do not cut off from my altar shall consume your eyes and grieve your heart and all the descendants of your house shall die in the flower of their age, (laughs) the blooming of their age. See, his eyes starting to be consumed and his heart being grieved. Verse 34, now this shall be a sign to you. Remember I said, this is a year of a sign, right? Signs. You're going to see many signs and wonders. Now this shall be a sign to you that will come upon your two sons. Remember? The year of the two. Bet. Agreement. Two. They agreed to do bad in the house of the Lord. Right? Two sons. On Ophni and Phinehas. In one day they shall die, both of them. Then I will raise up for myself a faithful priest who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. And I will build him a sure house and he shall walk before my anointed forever. And it shall come to pass that everyone who is left in your house will come and bow down to him for a piece of silver and a morsel of bread and say, please put me in one of the priestly positions that I may eat a piece of bread, a change of the guard's Samuel, who was a child ministering unto the Lord, became a priest and a prophet. I said double this year, right? Double was placed on him. He, he, now, he became the biggest. We're going to see it, right? We're going to see it in the next chapter because this is the last part of this word. Samuel became the priest, the high priest, and he became the prophet. 1 Samuel chapter 3. Samuel's first prophecy. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. That there was no widespread revelation. Why? Because the eyes of Eli were growing dim. And it came to pass at that time while Eli was lying down in his place. And while his when his eyes had begun to grow so dim, the word of the Lord was coming to pass from the previous man of God. The, the Bible says no name of who the man of God was. His eyes began to grow so dim that he could not see and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark of God was. And while Samuel was lying down, the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call. Lie down again. And he went and lay and laid down. And the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call. My son Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know The Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. This is a year where God is calling people out of the house of God into the call of God. Many people have been comfortable in benches, have been comfortable in, in in pews. Many people have been comfortable in chairs, and God is calling people into their assignment. God is calling people out. God is pushing people out from the house of God to ministering to God to walking into the call of God. And and I'm saying this to you because this happened to Samuel. He had to discern the voice of God. The voice of the Lord was not yet revealed to him. But Eli, who spent time in the presence of God, he knew the voice of God and he discerned it. God is calling you. Who am I speaking to you? You have a call of God in your life. Step into it. Stop being afraid of the faces of men. For the Lord has called you. And God's hand is upon you. And God will be with you. And God's favor and grace will be upon you. And the Lord will give you what you need. And the Lord will be with you. That presence of God will be with you. And the presence of God will be sufficient for you. Everything you need is in his presence. I don't know who I'm speaking to. But the spirit of the Lord just came upon me strong. Verse 10. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel. Samuel, put your name in it. And Samuel answered, speak for your servant hears. And the Lord said to Samuel, behold, I will do something in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will, it will tingle. And that day I'll perform against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house. See, judgment of the house. From beginning beginning to the end. This is a year of completion, of perfection, right? I said it in the beginning of this. See, everything comes full circle. This is a year of completion. Prophecies that have been spoken to you years back, five, three, four, eight, whatever years back that have been spoken to you are coming into completion in 2022 will be a year of the full circle prophecies the word of the Lord you are going to meet with the word of the Lord it's going to be like Job 42 and 5 where Job said I heard of you by the hearing of the ear many of you have heard many prophecies but now you're going to see the Lord. Now I see you by the eyes. You know, Job 42 and 5, I heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes behold you. Now my eyes see you. Now my eyes see the promise of God. Now I see the prophetic word of the Lord. Now I'm able to see. I kept hearing it. I kept repeating it. I, I wrote it down and I kept I kept declaring the word of the Lord that was spoken to me through other people, but through prophets and, and, and men, men and women of God that prophesied over my life. I, re, I, I repeated those words of my I contended the good warfare with the prophetic word over my life. And I stood on that, and I'm seeing it today. This is the year that for certain people. This is not a word for everybody. This is a word for certain people who consecrated themselves. They, they, they've been faithful in the call of God and the assignment of God that God has placed over their lives. Verse 13 For I have told them that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knows because his sons made themselves vile and he did not restrain them. This is a year of correction. Fathers are going to correct. Fathers are going to bring correction to their home, to their children, bringing the children into order and bringing order into their home as well. But not just with the, the father's heart is going to be in homes. I really hear the Lord say, I hear the Lord say, I really sense the presence of God so strong right now. I hear the Lord saying, this is the year where my fathers will be raised up again. Father to nations, fathers in homes, fathers in marketplaces, fathers. There are many teachers, but not many fathers. The fathers. The fathers are ones who put borders. The fathers are ones who put restraint. The fathers who are once who don't spoil the child without hitting them with the rod. They, they have to release the rod. They have to bring the correction. The father's anointing, the father's heart, turning back the hearts of the fathers to the sons of the sons to the fathers. The Elijah, the fathers. Elijah was a spiritual father. Spiritual mentor, Samuel, at a school of the prophets as well. He was a spiritual father. And God's raising up fathers, you're going to see an increase of spiritual fathers being raised up, natural fathers women who have had children there's going to be God's going to bring men into their life who have not even had a child in the physical and they're going to become fathers to these children they're going to adopt these children even as the Lord adopted these men the Lord I feel the Lord on this the Lord's going to use these men and they're going to be equipped they're going to be anointed and they're going to be grace to be fathers of their home and to be to be able to father these children in the fear of the Lord in the ways of the Lord in the presence of the Lord in the word of the Lord in the the glory of the Lord. These fathers are going to be raised up like never before. Fathers, watch for fathers to arise. Fathers, forgiveness even of fathers, sons to fathers, of forgiveness, a restoration. You're going to see restorations of fathers with daughters, fathers with sons, a restoration, a reconciliation. This is a year of a restoration and reconciliation of fathers to their sons through correction because love chastises Perfect love drives out fear. This is going to be a year where the love of the father is going to drive out all fear. Even prodigal sons are going to return. Prodigal sons are going to return to their fathers and their fathers are going to run to their prodigal sons and they're they're not going to have to correct them. They're going to embrace them. They're going to put a signet ring upon them. They're going to uh, they're going to celebrate and 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 bring celebration and and put new robes and bring these robes of, of favor and blessing upon these these uh, prodigal sons and prodigal daughters that ran away from the call and the assignment of God. Verse 14, And therefore I have sworn to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifice or offering. Isn't that sad? These were people who were sacrificed. These were priests who were sacrificed. Animals in the presence of God for the sins of others. And they can't even sacrifice animals to cover their sin. God would have made up his mind. The blood of Jesus could not cover their sin. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that for some, to some people today. The blood of Jesus cannot cover their sin and become a stench in the presence of the Lord. And God said, enough is enough. I'm going to judge. I am a God of justice. I am a God of righteousness. And if I said I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Verse 15, so Samuel laid down until morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord and Samuel was afraid to tell Eli the vision. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. He answered, here I am. He said, here I am. Did you hear that? I just got a revelation right now even reading this. Before it was Samuel hearing. Now Samuel's talking to Eli. Eli said, here I am the change of the guards and he said what is the word that the Lord spoke to you please do not hide it from me God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all the things that he said to you then Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him and he said it is the Lord let him do what seems good to him so Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground Samuel Samuel kept growing in grace with the Lord. We saw that in chapter 2 and in chapter 3. He grew in the Lord and grew in favor with men and with God. And now we see he grew with God. And God gave him an authority where none of his words fell to the ground. That what he said, what he would speak, what he would decree, declare, proclaim, and prophesy... Would come to pass. Verse 20. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba. Knew that Samuel had been established. As a prophet of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Established. This is a year where two or three witnesses. Established. His word was established. The old other prophet. The other men of God prophesied. He established he confirmed that he affirmed the word he was a, a prophet of the Lord, then the Lord appeared again in Shiloh for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh Shiloh means rest, the Lord revealed to himself it, just to Samuel in rest it says a year also to rest from your labor from certain people, believe and enter the rest of the Lord um and um people of God, I hope this word bless you, I know is lengthy. There's a lot of meat. Uh, there's a lot of secret nuggets, praying into it. And um, I hope this word bless you, people of God. This is the year of locking arms. This is a year of connecting with people. This is a year to close in your circle. This is a year to... The God's going to drop down from 10,000 to 300, three hundred, and God's going to bring it, smaller groups are going to be more impact, small groups, pay attention to small groups, it's going to be an increase of small groups, like never before, in ministries and in different things, small groups is going to be the thing for 2022, I hope this word bless you today, thank you for tuning in to today's Marksman Prophet, my name is Wilmar Fernando Navarro, and I am your host, God bless you, love you all.